Warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off! So you have to string up the right <laughs> extension cords over the bed, and I run them through those plant hangers that they have that you <laughs> screw into the ceiling. Uh-huh. That way you can set different toys at different lengths. So that while you're writhing around in bed, you can oh. you can go to different different areas, okay. and then you set up the the surround sound system. Like it's a, a seven point zero surround sound, <laughs> so I can have my ASMR in my left ear, and then the moans and stuff on the right ear, <laughs> and then they combine That's right cool. in the center of the bed with the bass underneath the the box spring, so it just rumbles. <laughs> can it's- I come over? <laughs> man whore, man whore. Everybody wants to be a man whore, man whore, man whore, a man whore on Lala's land. Hello, Lala Landiers. This is Lala bringing you live from the studio. And I say live because I have an audience tonight. I've got Greedy and Brat of Steel. Hi, guys. Hi. And there's even a cute pooch. Who's that pooch? Lady. Lady dog. And I'm joined tonight with Tess to my right and Sugar to my left. And Thief of Dreams across from me. All right. Tonight, instead of asking questions because we have a full table, we're going to do a did you know sexuality stuff. All right. You guys ready? We're ready. Do we need mm-hmm. safe words for this? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Did you know that nearly 10% of all dreams include sex? No, I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. Did you know that women mostly dream of politicians, celebrities, and their exes? Yes. And did you know that men mostly dream of having multiple partners? No, I did not know that. That is their number one dream. Okay. Did you know that women can get erections also? Yes. Yes. Good. All right. For those listeners who don't know, the clit is made up of the same spongy erectile tissue as a man's penis. So there you go. And it gets swollen and engorged. Yeah. Did you have something to add? Uh, I was I was just going to say yes, and, and covered in the same enzymes. So actually, Viagra works um, on the G-spot for women just as well as for men. Really? Yes. <gasps> wow. Cool. Ooh, what if it gets stuck for like four hours? Do girls have to go to the hospital too? Oh, that, that, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that I, I would go. I just <laughs> waited out. <laughs> okay. Did you know that 3% of people have no sexual fantasies at all? I'm not sure if I believe that. 3% of all human beings have no sexual fantasies. Well, there's asexual people. Yeah, I was just going to say um, asexuals uh, cover a pretty significant portion. Um, Some don't like to identify, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that I didn't think of them, but (laughs) thank you for educating me on that. Did you know that headaches may actually make you more in the mood? No. Mm-hmm. Brad Steele's nodding his head. Did you know? I have coital uh, headaches all the time, unfortunately. I have coital migraines, and they are a beast. But then do you have sex and it relieves it? Yes. That's nice, right? I have right? heard that sex relieves uh, headaches. Yes. Yeah. They say that migraine sufferers reported higher levels of sexual desire, which suggests the reasoning that migraines and sexual desire may be influenced by the same brain chemical. Hmm. Yes. You agree with that? Interesting. Did you learn all this in school, Tess? Um, 
not necessarily in school, um, but it is part of not my thesis, but but one of the the focus focal points that I want to go into later. Okay, okay. Um, did you know that if you leave your socks on, you can have a better orgasm? I hope that that one is not true. Wait, then what am I going to orgasm into? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the research I did says says that having nice warm feet can create a totally relaxed and anxiety-free body. If your feet are cold, it takes away from your orgasmic pleasure because your your feet are cold and you're uncomfortable. That now sense. that I did know, but okay. the, the socks part. <laughs> Just well, cover your feet with something else, not socks. I, I do. I put I, I have a um I have a a ther- uh, thermal heater mm. that I use um and I keep my feet right by it. Nice. Yeah. Um because when like you said when you, when my feet are nice and warm, you get the best um pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So put her feet to the fire is what you're telling everybody. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, here's a fun one that we did a little bit of research while I was here. Um Vibrators were first developed as a medical device. Did you know that? Yes. Do you know why? Um, well, we to were talking about oh, yeah, beforehand. So. Oh, for, for insanity. Yes. It, yes. They call well, it... not to cure insanity, right. but, but they, they, they felt that women um, had, had mental issues. So mm-hmm. Yeah. To alleviate their... Hysteria. Their, hysteria. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They yeah. call it hysteria par- paroxysm. Paroxysm? Mm-hmm. Paroxysm, which is just a fancy Victorian name for orgasm. Interesting. In the Victorian days. It needs to be a bumper sticker. 1869. That's when that when the vibrator was made. And actually, it was steam-powered. Can you imagine putting oh. that on Holy you? Holy shit. <laughs> a steam-powered massager. Oh. Yes. That's crazy. Um, uh, did you know 75% of women don't orgasm through regular sex? Yes. Unfortunately. Sadly. Yes. yes. Because three quarters of the women need direct clitoral stimulation, mm-hmm. yes. which is me, 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 for sure. Just saying. And did you know breakup sex isn't always a bad idea? Hmm. Wait, what? Breakup sex is not always a bad idea. Why really? is it not always a bad idea? Because it can help you with the process of moving on, and it may be the exact closure you need. Huh. Interesting. Studies say. I don't know. I'm going to text somebody real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to leave it with this last one. And did you know that the most popular sex fantasy is not Princess Leia in the gold bikini? Greedy is looking at me. <laughs> did you know that, Tess? I don't think... I- well, I don't know because I don't think I would have ever thought of yeah, I would have Princess never... Leia in the gold bikini. But every man, every man thinks of Princess Leia. So they say. But actually, that's not true. What is your <laughs> fantasy, Thief? From Star Wars? No, in general. Is it Princess Leia in a bikini? No, like your number one? never has been. Never has been. <laughs> yeah. No. Well? But I was really young mm-hmm. when I first saw those. So like, I there was no sex tied into it like i wasn't a teenager or even close to being a teenager so gotcha okay so i i don't i i, I don't know All i don't right. get that well i'm gonna read you what really is okay. it's not princess leia it is multi-partner or group sex followed by bdsm fantasies followed by novelty adventure which i'm not sure i understand what that is and then the last one is taboo and forbidden sex which again not 100 percent sure what that is Maybe in, you guys do. Incest? 
That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard a lot. Yeah. Like the um, that, that that incest well, is I mean, high on the uh, is high on the list. That's what you see on every porn page. Just yeah. incest porn. But not, you know, it's fake, but so that would be the taboo and forbidden? Yeah. I'd imagine, I would imagine so. so. What about the novelty adventure? Would that be like the anime stuff? The, yeah. Could I probably be. think yeah. that you can only do once. Like the girls dressed up as cows oh, with like, penises no, and breasts? Or either but, yes, having sex nuts. while bungee jumping, that kind of thing. Tentacle uh, porn. things you can only do once. Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like an Indiana Did you Jones. Say tentacle style? porn? Yeah. I was All thinking because right. of the adventure. I mean, I, I think of adventure when I think of tentacle porn. Some people I, think horror and stuff, but I mean, teach their own. I just get yeah. a little excited. A little wiggly? <laughs> thinking about that. Mm. <laughs> well, that was fun. Did you guys have anything left to say about all of those little comments that I made? Anything, anything? They were very interesting. I learned something. I did. Yeah. I, I did enjoy them. Oh, good. Um, so it was fun. fun. Yeah, good. very fun. Yay. And so we will wrap up Lala's Land and shoot right into the Gotham Press podcast. From Bakersfield to Mount Olympus, Gotham Press talks naughty business, sexual topics to explore your whoredom, good if you're new or kinky Yoda, Gotham Press Podcast, the dirty kingsters your parents warned you about. Welcome, Gothamites, to another episode of the Gotham Press Podcast. It is I, Thief, with along with Lala. And we have two guests with us tonight. We have Tess. Hello, Tess. Hi, Thief. How are you? I am good. Thank you. And we have Sugar as well. Hello, yes. Sugar. Yes. I go by Sugar, but my full fat name is uh, Purely Sugar. Purely yes. Sugar. So no granulations? No. Oh. No powdered? No. No brown? No. Well, oh, <laughs> brown sugar. <laughs> Packed brown sugar. I love pure cane sugar. <laughs> and Lala, how have you been? Good, really good. Good. Yes. And you, Thief, how was your week? Um, uneventful, so good. So good. So good. You did a great job on editing last week's uh, show. Thank I, you. I really liked it. Our, our Shark that. Daddy episode? That was fantastic. Shark Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Who apparently has a shirt that we were not told <laughs> about. Oh, he didn't even tell us. Son what a, a punk. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. We're talking to you, Shark Boy. That's right. Punk. Anemic. Tell him he's a punk. I don't wouldn't say he doesn't punk. listen. It's kind of harsh. It's, it's not harsh. <laughs> it is very harsh. It's truthful. Not if you've been to prison. You know what? He <laughs> he's a bully. I'm just giving it back. You're trying to bully a bully. Pretty much. So two negatives that make a right. I was called the bully beater in high school, so I can attest for the greatness of being. Thank you. Bullying a bully. Yes. Can I be a bully? No, you can't. I don't think you have it in you. <laughs> If if nobody can hear, Brad Steele is asking if he could be a bully, but no, he can't. He doesn't have the ability. Love he, you that much. <laughs> there could be a, a switch in there somewhere that he could flip and just like go completely bully. Maybe, <laughs> but I, I, I don't think so. No? No. I don't really either, but I'm trying to give hope. Okay. Keep hope alive. To the bully dreams. Yes. Hey, Thief. Yep. Where can our listeners find us? In the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they can contact us. Yeah. All down there in the show notes. On Discord, we've got the, you can even go to the Podbean website and leave messages on the episodes. You can go to FetLife and find us. You can call us at. Candy Sweetbox. 
1173. You That's are it. you are fired. But I used not to know until the show's it, which is over. bad. Is I used to have it <laughs> memorized and I've completely forgotten because I just don't use it. Well, we have a fun show tonight, I think. We do. We have an exciting ending. Orgasmic, would you say? It could be. It could be an orgasmic show. A show of orgasms. Yeah, because... Wait, I... no, we can't do that. Why? Well, I guess we could, technically. Totally could. We need more Patreons for that, though. Well, thank you to our patron supporters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'd have to pay people. No, Wait, we, we can't pay people. That's illegal, right? Wait, how does no, that work? Yes. Is it prostitution is... or just porn? I think if you film it as porn. Can you get you gifts? Film... Well, I don't know. If you make it it's different porn. if it's a gift, right? Oh, yes. That's there is audio question. porn. You can definitely give it away. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away. So we were talking about orgasms. We were going to. Yeah, can we? Sure. Yeah, Purely Sugar, you had some questions about orgasms. Oh, yes. Um, it was a conversation I had with a friend um, uh, a few days ago, like a week ago maybe at this point. But um, my mental and like physical experience with orgasms, um, it's, it's an interesting one. Uh, growing up, I think... You know, I never learned in school or anywhere about uh, a female orgasm. And all I saw online was a, a male orgasm. I never really saw a female orgasm, like, unless it was squirting, which is an orgasm also. But it was never really talked about an internal orgasm. And so that's something that really interests me is because I felt like for a long time I have a really hard time coming and I'm not sure if it's mental, like me thinking, I'm not squirting unless I'm releasing, I'm not coming unless I'm releasing something. This, I must be squirting in order to come. And it's like a mental thing for me. It's interesting. I don't know. Was there, did you watch porn? Yes, I did. Was there no female porn. orgasms in the porn you watched? I mean, I don't think I understood. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I understood. I didn't, I didn't fully understand a lot of female anatomy until I, for a long time. It took me a long time to get there. You're making me think because like all the porn I watch, there's usually always female orgasm, but that's also because I watch a lot of masturbation porn. So mm -hmm, and I do when not. I think of like the couples porn or the two people having sex porn, I don't think. Female orgasms yeah, are not centralized. Not yeah, you don't see uh, it. Male, female porn. I mean, you can't, you can't always see it and it's not always a focal point. At right. all. Yeah. Like it's all about him yeah. and where it goes. But isn't the moaning and screaming supposed to signify that they're having an orgasm? I don't really watch porn I, either. I think but it's more just like desire than yeah, orgasm. That's, yeah, that's yeah. or, just pleasure. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. Orgasm is usually when, 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 at, when you reach your climax. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the only time I ever saw that was with squirting. So mentally. That's a very you know. good point. Yeah. I don't think very many women really squirt, right? Oh, I do. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you, you, I do. You know what? Um, as as, oh, I've, I as, 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 as I've gotten older, I've learned more about squirting because I didn't start until my 30s to squirt. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you, did you practice it? Did you like make yourself do it or no? Um, I had a partner, well, I have a partner who is very, very skilled. Um, and I loan him out, um, all the time. <laughs> 
to uh, friends and family who have problems uh, orgasming. You loan Um, him out? Yes, he is wonderful. Um, And like, for example, last year I took him to my hometown and I let him have sex with one of my favorite cousins who is in her 40s and she had never had an orgasm. And he does this thing where he just makes women feel so good. Mm -hmm. And um, he has perfected the art of making women come. So um, back in the day when um, Craigslist was not, um, I can't think of the right word, when when it wasn't censored, um, I used to put in ads and and, and we would uh, have him practice on women. And it's something that he does very, very well. Um, but to answer your original question about, uh, squirting, um, squirting is definitely an art. It is, um, did you want me to, to, to finish or go, go ahead. I was going to um, say my, my, my partner is the same way, uh, with, uh, he's, he makes the joke like, I wish I could have like a glory hole, but for me to make girls squirt. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so when I, when, I, when I met this partner, I had never squirted before. Um, and so like, like you said, I thought it was something that only um, you see on porn. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was urine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to do some research and I found out exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, it's a lubrication secreted by the skein gland um, in women, um, S K E N E, and um, it's uh, secreted when the Grafenberg spot is stimulated. Okay. So it's a specific spot uh, right below the abdominal. So if you take your fingers and you make them into the shape of a hook. Uh, you go inside the vagina and it's it feels like there's a little button mm-hmm. and you'll 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 feel it and you instead of tickling it it's like you press it yeah when you when and when you press this button at the Grafenberg spot um, um, you sort of massage it a little bit mm-hmm. it's not a rubbing sensation it's mm-hmm. definitely more of a pushing a pushing yeah and and when you do that long enough, um, you will secrete from the skin gland. The harder the better. The harder the better. The oh harder, my the god! <laughs> wow, I've never. Sorry if that sounded like 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 a uh, an anatomy. No, did, did you no, see? Like no. I'm so enthralled. Yeah. Like I want more. Tell me more. Wow. Yeah. That's it's, interesting. So, I didn't, so it's not necessarily that not many women can do it. It's just a very difficult spot to get to. Okay. So. Um, Cramping up. Yeah. Cramping up. My partner, every single time he's like, oh, my hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah. I've never, I've never squirted. Yeah. I just yeah. figured I was one of those people that couldn't. And, and, and I bet if you find the right partner, um, Cause, cause, and, and I definitely know that it's an art form because I will try to give instructions because as you get older, you learn your body and you know what you like and you know what feels good. So it's like, we don't really have to waste time, mm-hmm. you know, with the, you discovering what I like. Let me just tell you what mm-hmm. I like. And if I give, um, my partner's directions to my G spot, then sometimes some people are like, hey, I know what I'm doing. It's like, yeah, 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 I, I, I'm telling you. I can tell you exactly <laughs> where to go so you won't need to, to grapple around in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I will say my partner, the, how he figured out how to do it was a porn video instructing how 
to make women squirt. That's awesome. And I imagine he was fairly young, like probably 18, 19, um, when he found this video and figured out how to do it. And, you know, when we have hung out, he's like, yeah, this is how I learned how to do it. Here's the video. It taught me how to do it. I'm like, oh, that's 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 cool that you would put in the effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm glad that you gave us kind of the the anatomy lesson on it because like the video that that I had learned from may have been I don't know if it was the same, but it was it was basically telling you to go two knuckles in, curl your fingers, and then you go up and down instead of like in and out. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just keep going up and down and then you can kind of pull up more and more and more. And, it, and when women say that there is a button, it really feels mm-hmm. like a button mm-hmm. when when you get in there and, and, and almost all women can do it. I do. I do it in the shower. Um, um, I, you know, you, you hike those legs up and, and you get in there <laughs> um, and it, it might take a while for you to find it. Mm-hmm. But and I don't want to say root around in there. <laughs> <laughs> But basically, <laughs> but 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 when you you'll know it's like it's it's right below, it's right it's right above your pelvis and below your stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on the same side as your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, that might give you a little bit of direction to let you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. So when you get in there um, and you find it yourself, um, it's easy to do it um, in the shower when you're standing up. Uh, it is harder to do it yourself from a laying yeah, position. Yeah, I can't do it myself. When when you're laying down, I I can't do it myself in general. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a struggle. It's like uh, I don't get that relief until I see my partner. <laughs> and you know what? And 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 um, not not to just throw out imaginary numbers. Um, for women, uh, female orgasms are a combination of the physiological and the mm-hmm. psychological mm-hmm. that being the case um i would i would if you were asking my opinion i'd say it was 80 20 i'd mm-hmm. say it's like 80 percent uh mental for us and only about 20 percent physical yeah um uh, and because because of that huge just um scale difference i would honestly say that sometimes it has to do with the person Mm -hmm. rather than what the person is actually doing Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but definitely lala i I say when you when you when um give it a try um just just because because when you find that right hook even megan the stallion has a song called captain hook um and and it's and it's about it um, it's, it's, it's really funny that, you know, pe- women are learning their bodies a lot more than we used to be able to mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, female orgasms, um, instead of just saying orgasms, female orgasms are a whole different species because, you know, we know why men have to have orgasms you know ejaculation procreation mm-hmm. um all of those asians but you know um there's so much speculation on why females have orgasms and um it's said that uh in order to ovulate um eons ago that's what we used to have to have an orgasm mm-hmm. in order to ovulate yeah and we still have it because it's it's an evolutionary process 
where our pleasure makes us more lubricated. Our, our lubrication makes it um, easier to have more bonding with your partners. Mm-hmm. So it still has a very minor evolutionary purpose, but I'm just happy that it didn't weed itself out with survival of the fittest. <laughs> so I have a question though. So if you're doing that, pressing the the G spot, we'll just shorten it. Cause you're, what are you calling it? Got the, the Grafenberg, Grafenberg spot. spot. Yeah. Um, does it make you have an orgasm? Like, do you moan and does it feel good? Or, it, oh, the look on your face. Like, oh. is it? <laughs> it feels so, it feels really good. It feels. It feels. Very, very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's the reason why we, I, I, I would say that's why we call it a button. Because yeah. it's like, you can press to the left of it and maybe nothing. Yeah. You can press to the right of it and you'd be like, oh, okay, that's, that's okay. That's cool. That's all right. But when they hit the actual <laughs> button, you're like, there it is. Yep. <laughs> there she goes. Yep. And so, so, so it's probably a little bit different on every woman. Your button might be a little to the left. My button might be a little to the right. But that's the reason why um, I would say it's best to describe it as a button. Because you, you first off, you do feel the little hump. Mm-hmm. And then second, when it's pressed, it it's just like a little, mm-hmm. and there it is. It's a beautiful butterfly waterfall. It is. <laughs> it is. And I was like, yeah, so so that's the reason why. And like she said, the harder the better. So, so when they're in there and they got it pressed and they go faster, um, um, like some, that's how some guys have learned to make it arc out. That's his specialty. I just go absolutely crazy <laughs> when I can watch him make a woman arc out with the squirt. It's just beautiful. I, I don't, wow. Okay. <laughs> so your question though, sugar was that, yeah, you don't feel like you're having an orgasm unless you skirt squirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I think just because the male orgasm is so glorified that, um, it's been an issue for me. Like, am I having an orgasm if I'm not squirting? I mean, I'm not getting the same sensation. That's for sure. It's not as powerful. It's not as good. But mentally, I'm like, I just didn't come if I don't get to squirt. What hmm. do you do to self-stimulate? Uh, uh, that, that's a difficult question. I don't know. I have an interesting um, way I masturbate, for sure. Um, yeah, that's the, that's what I'm gonna say. I, I have an interesting way I masturbate. Um, it's definitely not as enjoyable as with my partner. Um, that that might be a good place to start. Like for example, um, and you're gonna laugh, but I have, um, I just had a very close friend go to Vegas for me this past weekend and pick up six of my favorite vibrators. They're the old school mm-hmm. 1980s purple called a Krypton stick and it's just no frills, no lils, but just um, about eight or nine inches long, powerful. And it just has the right amount of torque. Mm -hmm. Whereas my partner and his other girlfriend uh, went for my birthday to get me this black monstrosity that was like, I'm not going to like this. And he just really was, was really looking at me with this expectancy. Like I was supposed to like this thing. So sometimes it has a lot to do with finding 
that that right sensation that's mm-hmm. just for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about this this purple thing. I <laughs> wear the the paint off. This are they thing. are they hard plastic or they is are, it a they, jelly? They are hard plastic. It's just takes know, the batteries at the bottom and twists on and off. That yep. Kind? Yep. And and I I guess the point is that you know um, I I bought the bullet. I bought that rose thing that's really popular everywhere. Have you guys seen the the rose? No. Oh my god. But does it sit on your clit and just vibrate? No. It's 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 this it's it's really beautiful, but it, it's worth well, I don't want to give a bad review. <laughs> um it just doesn't work for certain people. Okay. Um <laughs> it it looks like a rose and you put it around your clit and it makes a sucking sensation. I have heard. Oh, it's, I've heard it, of people those. talk it, about that. It is beautiful, but it's yeah. it's just not for me. Okay. Um, I love I, I love how it looks. Yeah. I I don't know. I tend to get more pleasure out of stimulation, mm-hmm. like uh, pen- penetration, okay. than I do. Uh, clitoral stimulation okay okay Um, i don't know why that is um i have some ideas of why that is but i just don't i don't get the same sensation okay i just don't Hmm. okay there's nothing wrong with that yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. everybody's different yeah like i don't get much from penetration Mm -hmm. i like the clitoral stimulation that's my thing oh yeah i'm I'm right i'm a grinder lay in my belly with my fist and grind i have a question oh i would i wish i could do that you brought up a very good or very interesting thing for me and yeah. with the the toy that it's like it's your go-to it's your favorite mm-hmm. it gets it done when like you know how to master it and like other things may work just not as good mm-hmm. and i have the same th- issue and what i used to use is no longer made oh, and so they like, yeah mine too. Go ahead. and i'm like fuck so like Every once in a while, one will pop up on eBay from like somebody's old stores locker, and I'm like, "Yep, I'll take it." But, <laughs> but I'm wondering if anybody else here has the same like go-to equipment that they use that they just can't seem to find a replacement for, or one that's oh, better. Yeah. Like it's just stuck with you. If I ever broke my hand, I'd be very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I marvel. I, I I bow to you. I marvel at women who can who who can self stimulate. Um, I have to have something. I remember uh, when I first moved to California and I didn't have anything with me. I think I used a brush once. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to have something because like, um, like, like, like Sugar was saying, um, it's so mental. Mm-hmm. And the way that my mind works is it's the same as tickling yourself. So I've never been able to self-stimulate with just my hands. Okay. Oh, interesting. You can't like separate your hand from yourself kind right. of thing. Right. So it's it's like you can't, just like you can't tickle yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I know I've tried for, for many years and, and it's not happening. Well, tickling's my hard nose. So I feel you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I just trained myself not to be ticklish because I had three oh, brothers. God. So yeah. Ooh. Oh God. Yeah. No, no to take yeah. But that's funny because my, my partner absolutely hates my vibrator and he's going to be mad because my <laughs> lover just, he just went and when, when they told him that it was going out of commission, I called them right up and I ordered the last five that they have in stock. So soon I will have 10. 
of these monstrosities and hopefully that lasts me for at least two maybe three years do they come with batteries already in them I no, I buy the um, taking them out. <laughs> I, I, I buy. I love this thing so much. I buy the um, rechargeable batteries, and I have a charging station. Oh, nice! So oh, yeah. nice. you've got about two years then before you have to get an electronics degree as well. So oh my! You can God. take them apart and rebuild them. <laughs> because they and and they're 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 so old school and clunky, and but I just it is something about them that I just can't get enough of. It has the right amount of torque, the right amount of power. Um, it's not too loud. It's just right. They are loud these days, man. Yes, mm-hmm. the one that my partner and his girlfriend uh-huh. got, it is so loud and buzzy. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want what that am inside I me? Yeah, it's, and, and, and it kind of vibrates, it kind mm-hmm. of shakes a bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, thank you. It was one of those, <laughs> oh, thank you, birthday gifts. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. The polite. I don't, I don't, I don't have this. a lot Such of... Such a pretty color. Like, I don't want this. <laughs> I do not have a lot of toys. I have, my partner got me a wand, not this Christmas, last Christmas, and I, I don't really use it. I mean, it's just, it's makes me numb, honestly. It's too powerful. And no. I have a butt plug, which I rarely use uh, because it doesn't fit. <laughs> oh, yeah. too big or too small? Too big. The well, you gotta... I gotta try, but and I have tried. It's just super painful. Yeah, oh. and some people painful. just aren't into the anal yeah. play. I, I'm, I'm. I want to though. I want to be into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, but I've asked for advice from people, and I've gotten some. I've been told by my friend it's a lot. It feels a lot better if you clean out beforehand. So I'm gonna try that. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. And the the numbness with the toys may not be a bad thing because. Like, for me, there's issues when I don't have my toys. Mm. And I'm like, hmm, probably could do better at this if I wasn't stuck on the whole, you know, level 13 vibration settings and that I'm going to use custom to. <laughs> Did we help you at all? Yeah, I, I, well, I think this is an interesting topic. It this is an interesting, interesting topic. Uh-huh. Yes. Greedy showing me butt plugs. I've got a number of them. Yeah. Yes. A lot of them are really small, though. Not that I need a giant one, but I have a perfect purple one. A perfect purple one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine isn't that big. It just doesn't... We've tried, and we've tried, and it just hurts, and it just pops back out. So... Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, something that I've learned this spread of steel, just in case people couldn't tell as I jump in <laughs> off the... Stop that. Um, A lot of people try and um, just jump straight to Mm -hmm. it. And if it's too big, Mm -hmm. that's not going to work. Yeah. So you need to, one, be very aroused first Mm -hmm. before you even start touching there. Mm -hmm. And then slowly start with fingers, do fingers for a while, do more fingers. Mm -hmm. And then something a little bit, lots of lube, something a little bit bigger. Find the right lube. Yeah. Because everyone's going to tell you a different one, but you have to find which one feels the best to you. Mm-hmm. And then slowly increase size. And once once you're very relaxed and aroused, then it will work. Yeah. I've that's, heard that also. That's like the best advice I can give as someone mm-hmm. with female anatomy who mm-hmm. does a lot of anal play. So, mm-hmm. Thank you. Cool. So what you're saying is I can't do it in my truck before I come in here? 
to. Okay. I mean, I'll come help you. I'll force it. You're so nice. No, don't force things. Don't <laughs> force. I know that. Um, mm. I know that our our listeners can't see it, but this is the rose thing. Yes. Yes. That I was talking about. Yes, oh, I've seen that before. Okay. It's like about. It's like about sixty bucks. Um, it's called um, the sucking vibrator for women uh, with seven intense suck. In seven intense suctions. Uh, it's a clit sucker, a nipple stimulator. Um, and you just put it on there and it just, um, it does this to it. So I was listening to Perverted Podcast and Kathy was talking about it. And she isn't in love with hers, but she, she kind of explained it. You know when you have a speaker and the bass like vibrates it? Like yes. You, she said it's it's not really sucking. It does that vibrating like... Yeah, like feeling. pressure, like, like the, air pressure, like the thing. pressure of it. Yeah, so which is a form of suction? Is it okay? Yeah. So, um, that's how she explained it, and Just she has one. So. Not like a vacuum, you know, like a like a. No, it's it's, it's not a vacuum. It's, yeah. it, 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 it's a little bit of a pulling sensation, but um, <clears throat> some people love it though. I have I have two family members who recommended recommended it to me i would and, probably like it a lot and they I, thought that i would love it then i would get really addicted to it and then <laughs> but i don't get oral so that mm-hmm. might be a nice little hmm, yeah might be a nice little thing to try nice little distraction on your lunch breaks at work <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking thief oh my goodness Oh, that's cute. Orgasms are always fun to talk about, but I think we do need to move on. Well, hold and, on. Oh. I have a question about orgasms sure. for the ladies. Did you ever, in your past history, think that you had had an orgasm and then realize once you actually had one that, oh, no, I that wasn't what I thought it was? Oh, yes. When yes. when I was a teenager, you know, you're doing things, you're 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 moving and you're shaking and you're like yay that was fun and then you meet that person and you have your first out I don't I don't know how many other women have them but you have your first like out of body experience like that's the reason why I tell people all the time when I when I write about it there's a difference between busting a nut coming and having an orgasm for me they are three total different levels you know one is just like a Another one is like, oh, and then the third is just this, yes, <laughs> yes, and, 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 and so you do have to differentiate which one. Sometimes you're, like you said, you're at work or you're somewhere and you just need to release very quickly. You need to have a very quick climax. I wouldn't call that an orgasm. To mm-hmm. me, that's just coming. Okay. Or, or mm-hmm. you know, stress reliever. <laughs> like yeah, that's it. just a stress reliever. But an orgasm is a, is 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 an alien of its own design. Good to know. Thank you. Sugar? Um. Well, let's see. I did not have a lot of sex before I met my partner. Actually, the first time I had sex was like two or so weeks before I met my partner, who I have right now, awesome. and that was when I was twenty, and I'm almost 22 in a f- next week um and yeah definitely when I met my partner it was like nothing I had ever felt before while I had had sexual experiences with other people definitely definitely not the same it just I don't know I felt like I feel like my partner tries 
super hard to make me feel good, where every guy before him didn't try much at all. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. not woman-centric. Yeah. It was about them, not me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found mm. that a lot in my 20s also. Yeah. Yeah. Guys were just there to get themselves off. Yeah. 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 Which I is had... why I had my hand. <laughs> oh. The trusty fist. I might try that one day. <laughs> did Did your first orgasm scare you at all? No? There was no uh, fear? Oh, no. no. Like... Mine was... I, and, and, and people, whether you believe it or not, to this day, I will never forget it. It was like a literal out-of-body experience. I can remember my first orgasm. Because I feel like I was floating above my body looking down at it. It was that beautiful and intense. That's awesome. That's That sounds amazing. Oh, um, yeah. I will never forget that. So for me and my partner, it did take us a long time to get to the point where we are now. Um, things didn't fit. It didn't always work out. Um, it was difficult. Sex is a very stressful thing for him, uh, unlike myself. Um I am definitely the one who enjoys sex more in our relationship. Um, not because I don't do a good job, but he just has a lot of um, feelings around sex. Um, and yeah, no, when, it, when we got to that point, it was just like, oh my God, I have never felt anything like that in my entire life. Oh my God, what did you do to me? <laughs> it was like I, I wanted to cry. Me. I could not move. It was, it was great. The best feeling ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Lala, did you ever have any fear? No. No? No, no fear. Good. Yeah. No, it was good. I feel like this conversation is is very female-leaning because as a guy, like, I can only speak for myself, but I don't think we have different kind of orgasms other than maybe how they're stimulated. But, I mean... Like, I don't get that whole brain melting, just kind of, I feel like my body just expanded into a pool of the universe kind of thing. <laughs> like, it's just the... I think some people do. My my, my yeah. partner d- describes uh, the, the, the differences um, sometimes when when he's with a woman that's just for sex um, versus when he's with an actual partner. Oh, um, nice. So, so I, I, I think some, some men have that differentiation. Good. That's good to hear. Yeah, I would think so, because the intimacy would be different. Yeah. And the bond would be different. So then your experience would be different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The emotional bond. Yeah. Hard to get that in a massage parlor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you can recommend a massage parlor here in the I city. I wish I could. I can oh, tell you where not man. to go. That's about it. Oh, man. That, that's what I want to get my my partner. I, I've been looking for a place here in the city every time I visit Bakersfield. Nope. I just know of the bad ones. For somewhere like a happy ending type yes. massage parlor? Oh. like And they weren't even good massages. They oh. were bad massages. Like... One, I told her, I was like, my shoulders and my neck, is there, like, I wasn't even looking for a happy ending. I was searching for one, but I wasn't looking for one. So I went in, and she, like, didn't even touch my shoulders or my neck. And oh. She just, just went straight for the happy ending? And, like, beat me to death with her elbows for, like, 40 minutes or so, and then would, like, threaten me with, to give her a tip. So I gave her 20 <laughs> bucks, and she's like, no, you tip more. And I was like, oh. 
No, I don't. Bye. And they got mad, followed me out in the parking lot. <gasps> no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you get the happy ending? No, no happy ending. No, if there's a happy ending, there'd be a much bigger tip. Yeah. Wow. That's That but sounds yeah. horrible. It was. Mm. It was not the greatest. It's crazy. Thief. Yeah? Would you please tell us about your kink? Kinky Insta of the week, please. The kinky Insta of the week is going to be Evian Whitney at Evian, E-V-Y-A-N dot W-H-I-T-N-E-Y. And she is a sexual sexuality, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, doula? Doula. Doula? Doula. Doula. Mm-hmm. doula. doula. Where, was, where was I going? She's an author, a facilitator, and sensualist. And I can't talk for some reason. But she is also, in my mind, a female empowerist because she's the creator of the Sensual Selfie Challenge on Instagram and it may be elsewhere too. But it encourages women to take pictures not for others, but rather for themselves to show themselves how badass they are and to explore their own body and mind. Nice. Oh, nice. That is yep. cool. It's very sweet. I like that Sensual Selfie Challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might have to look cool. that up. You should. Hashtag Sensual Selfie Challenge. Now, if I yep. just put that in Facebook... Not, Hashtag. I don't know if it's on Facebook. <laughs> how do I do it? On Instagram. You would go to the I search function. I don't like Instagram. Can I just put it? No, that's how you do hashtag, huh? Just on Instagram? No, you, you can do like it anywhere. I, could, okay, I'm old. I don't have one either. I, I have Facebook. I had I, Facebook. I, I, I have Facebook and that's all. Ooh, well, I like Facebook. And, yeah. I have a history with Facebook. I don't use Facebook. Nope. Can that's I hashtag on Discord? <laughs> you can you can hashtag it anywhere you want and search. Will it pull? Okay. It might. All I right. don't know. We may have to try that afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that'll be in the show notes so people can look that up, right? And clicky the linky. Yep. Clicky the linky. Yep. All right. And now we get to talk about sex and kink. Ooh, Yay. nice. <laughs> Finally. Sex and kink education, rather. Oh. Because our guests are both going into the, into the fields covering sex mm-hmm. and are kinky. Yes. Imagine yeah. that. If they weren't kinky, I don't think they'd be sitting here at our table. <laughs> That's not true. How many vanillas you have you have had vanillas, sit here? Maybe. Well, none that I can think of off the top of my head, but I mean, we wouldn't be opposed to it. No, not opposed. Like, I, it would be kind of fun to get them in the hot seat and just throw, like, some really sexual charged questions at them and Watch rate them, them until red. they start sweating. I and can volunteer screaming. my partner. They get, like, <laughs> I was just about to say, my, my partner's girlfriend is super vanilla and it drives me. People think he's not vanilla. They think, they look at him and they're like, oh, you're a completely different type of person. And then you, you're like, oh, no, 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 you're very, you're pretty vanilla. I think he'd be offended if I said he was vanilla, but... Some people (laughs) find the term very offensive, too, and I kind of chuckle because I don't care. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So um, there's a question on here. What are your opinions on the current state of how sex education is covered? I'll let you go first. I want to know what your opinion is. Well, um... I am a proponent of comprehensive sex education because um, what I hate right now, and I do believe in states' rights and district rights, but right now, the way we have it, uh, different states and districts have the right to um, choose what is taught and what is excluded. Mm -hmm. 
that being the case, um, you can have mostly students in, say, a religious school who want to learn about sexual education who are denied that opportunity mm-hmm. because it goes against the doctrines of the school. There's like a, a seven major hit points that, that have to be hit when you're looking at what can and cannot be taught uh, for sex education in America. And it's very linear. Um, it's very nuclear based off the family. Um, and there's way too much uh, abstinence. Mm-hmm. Um, what mm-hmm. I would love to see is for us to one day have a comprehensive sex education plan that deals not only with what you should and shouldn't do, what you shouldn't do as far as pregnancy prevention, STI prevention, and uh, how not to engage in sex. I would love for us to get to a point one day where we have um, sex education that teaches youth about pleasure, Mm-hmm. Um, which is still 100% no-no taboo, uh, where they teach youth about um, eroticism and desire, and most importantly, where they teach youth about consent. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I would really love for us to have a more comprehensive sex education plan that um, is taught on a federal level, but because people do have the right to say, I don't want my child to learn about sex in school or I don't want my child to learn about sex from blah, 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 mm-hmm. then um, we're, 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 we're not going to get that anytime soon. Yeah. And you can easily have your child not be taught about sex in school or TV or anything, but you have to educate them about sex. That has to become your responsibility because they're going to learn. If it's not in a classroom, it's going to be on the playground. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Where do you want them to learn from? Yeah. Did you listen to last week's episode by chance? I haven't had it yet. Okay. Well, we talked about in Utah, which is a big Mormon state. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they refuse to teach consent in their sexual right. education. Right. Yeah. So we had a little bit of banter about that last week. Um, yeah, we're not, not we're not for that. Yeah. It's, yeah, not not, not at putting, all. Because... That's putting the students in jeopardy yeah. in any situation. If they leave Utah... And they come to California, and they don't, and they don't know, know about consent. That's, right? Yeah, scary. So, so I have a lot to say. I mean, yours was a very good answer. I agree with everything you had to say. Yes, a thousand percent. Um, but you know, I've grown up in California. I live in California, and my experience with sexual education personally has been awful, just downright terrible uh first we had it in middle school and everybody i know even professors who have taught me had the same teacher and she didn't teach us consent it was strictly uh straight sex and fear it was just all about Mm -hmm. scaring and what really made me bad was you're teaching to a class of middle school girls because they separated us of course Mm. um which they shouldn't but they did um they were telling us that men only want you for sex that was pretty much the whole class was men only want you for sex and that was extremely damaging for me 
uh, and it took me so long to unlearn that that and it yeah. would have if they did not teach me that it would have ca- helped me a lot to avoid a lot of situations that I was put in uh, slightly later and in life um, so I feel consent is like yes the most the most important thing we should be teaching children we should be starting at a young age um, you know elementary school students should be learning oh, yeah, about consent because it's all about protecting children. How are we going to protect children if they don't know about consent? Um, and those people who are going to be hurting them are people who they know, like yeah. their family members. And it's just, you know, it's, it's upsetting because um, they, you know, we hear a lot about like, do it for the children. We want to protect the children. But then you don't when it comes down to it because we don't teach children about how to protect themselves and not necessarily that children should know how to protect themselves, but they should be able to go to a teacher and say, hey, my, my parents doing this to me or somebody in my family is doing this to me and for them to understand that what is happening to them is not okay. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. And as a, and as a parent, it, because the schools are lacking... Mm-hmm. We should educate our own children, which yes. I'm happy to say that I did mm-hmm. um, yeah. because, well, I just lived differently, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. I had the lifestyle in my life and I knew a lot of things that I didn't know in my 20s or my um, teens, Yeah, right? All of that was fantasy. Mm-hmm. BDSM was fantasy to me then. Mm-hmm. Um, something that, like a taboo, I guess you would say yeah. back then. Um, but then once I got into the lifestyle, like my whole world mind opened up and then I was like, no, we have to teach people mm-hmm. communication, consent, yes. responsibility, respect. Like, yeah. So I, yeah. I did that for my kids cause I, yeah. I felt like that was important and I knew they weren't going to learn it in school cause I didn't learn it in mm-hmm. school. Yeah. I got lucky. Um, I got really, really lucky actually. Um, that my because I had a a typical biological family who shied away from the issues of sex but I got lucky and I was adopted by a lady who did the whole laid me down on the bed bought me books like so so I have with 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 my stepdaughter I did the same thing I got her books and pads and tampons and I um, taught her what to expect, what, what this is, what that is, because the main issue, um, like Sugar was saying, is that there is a fear Mm -hmm. from parents and adults of children knowing too much about Mm -hmm. sex. So they opt for nothing. And instead of doing that, there are ways to make sex education age appropriate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like by yes. 10, a young a young lady should know what her vagina is. Um, a young man should know, you know, what his testicles are. You don't have to give them everything all at once and you don't have to scare them. But you can make um, sex um, so much more accessible if you and start, normalize it. And normalized right? if you start young. Mm-hmm. My number one um, wish is that we would be able to um, introduce pleasure. Because yes. by then, um, children are already touching themselves. They're mm-hmm. going to want to know what... They're doing something that feels good. But if they're not learning anything about pleasure, then they don't know 
who to to accept that pleasure from who not to accept Mm -hmm. that pleasure from they don't know what part of their bodies that that pleasure is coming from Mm -hmm. where it's stemming and how to control it and so sometimes youth end up doing that's how you end up with promiscuous kids because they feel that pleasure so they're they're going to seek it out more Mm -hmm. whereas if you teach your child about pleasure at a younger age they'll know how to control it know when it's appropriate when it's not appropriate and things of that nature yeah right i agree yeah yeah thief yeah. Did you have anything to say? <laughs> no, I have like I'm learning, so I have nothing. I have nothing to like give back. I have questions. Like I, like if your teenage child comes to you and wants a sex toy, for example, is how do you handle that? Like, is it something you think about depending on the child, or is there a hard yes, hard no? Yeah. My um, my friend with the snake dream. Yeah. Her daughter dream? asked her for a sex toy, and she's eighteen. She's eighteen. Oh, then yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was but, thinking but like her, 16. but she said no. Does her daughter know that she can go buy her own? I, she, I don't. She doesn't have a car, first <laughs> uh, of all. But that doesn't matter. Amazon. Hello. Um, yeah, I've I've recently. I've recently become more comfortable. <coughs> bless you. Become you. more comfortable with talking to my mom about sex and stuff like that which I've never been able to do before because growing up I was you know caught watching porn multiple times and forced to go to church and yeah yeah and religiosity um, aspect yelled at and being called a a porn addict and (gasps) yeah oh yeah um which I now know it wasn't the case (laughs) I (laughs) just had the uh, sex drive of a puberty hit and I was horny all the time <laughs> normal stuff yeah normal yeah. stuff i don't know what i would do if i was uh raised or reared um in the porn age i'm 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 just pre-porn mm-hmm. um that would have yeah it was just yeah, yeah ter- I, I wonder embarrassing and terrible experiences just yeah for years that i had to learn like oh no it's okay if it's, it's okay if i do this it's okay if i do that right um, and it's it's not weird. It's normal if I do this or do that, you know. Um, yeah. And, and there's a... Sorry, go oh, ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and there's a huge, huge, humongous middle ground between the Bible and the Karma Sutra. So, like, you don't have to pick one to give to your kid. There's this That's huge true. middle that you can decide what needs to be learned and taught and... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. The church they sent me to also just made, like, Uranus jokes, like, about planets. But I didn't get it. I was like, what What? What does that mean? I was, like, that innocent. But <laughs> I was forced to go there because I had watched porn. You know, that's, that's, that's really amazing to me, that, that story, because that's actually my, my variable of interest that I study for mm-hmm. my degree is sexual stigma. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Um, when I first started, one of my favorite teachers, um, they were like, rather than, than, than using the technical terms, they were saying that you need to develop a, a one-line sentence that helps people understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so the sentence that I came up with is, you know, if you, 
Treat a person, if you call a person a slut enough times, are they more or less likely to do slutty things? Mm. And I say this line all the time because it helps people to understand exactly what I study. And with what you just experienced, um, it's the, the, the shaming, the condemning, mm-hmm. and by making it uh, more of a big deal than it was, then that just added to your trauma and it stigmatized yeah. you. Yeah. So rather than allowing you to have the education of, okay, this is what you're watching. Why are you watching it? Why do you need to watch it? Asking you any of those questions, it sounded like they just said, whoop, Jesus can fix it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they can fi- he can fix the gay out of you too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um- Hi. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just knocking down <laughs> all, the, all the things. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, now I, I mean, still I'm sometimes forced to go to church, but I'm, I'm an atheist, but they don't know that, so. <laughs> Who forces you to go to church? Uh, my family, um. yeah. Like, uh, New Year's, uh, not New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. Mass. We, well, Woo. we're, we're, uh, then my family's Christian, so not mass, but. Um, like Easter Sunday and yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, like oh, you have to outings. come with us. Uh, or like one time, uh, Christmas Eve, I was like to my boyfriend, I was like, please come with me, please come with me. He had a really bad day, so he was not going to come with me. So he didn't come with me and I was forced to go. I was like, well, I'll just stay home and he'll come pick me up and then we can go to my grandma's house together and my mom's like if you don't come you don't get to go to dinner with us afterwards so i was like oh okay religious bargaining (laughs) yeah that sucks yeah but uh, yeah they don't know my religious beliefs um my brothers uh i mean i've gone the other direction i'm not religious whatsoever my younger brother has gone the opposite way of me and is Super religious and going to a, a Christian Seminary. college. So, cool. yeah. It's, I mean, it's a good thing for him, but not for me. <laughs> Do you think that um, um, kink should be something that more college-age students should be learning? Like, should be introduced to college students, kink? I don't. Oh, you don't? No. Okay, Be, and I'm thinking not of the people who are in college to learn, but those who are have an expected continuation of their education. So, like, they're just going because that's what they think they have to do, or that's what they're supposed to do, or they're there to, to party and just mm. fraternize and do all that stuff. And so, they have no sense of responsibility. Yeah. And so, no, they should not. Interesting. They shouldn't that's, have. That's a very good um, amalgamation. Interesting. I, I learned about kink in college. I mean, I knew about it beforehand, so it wasn't anything new to me. But um, yeah, that's how I that's how I met this this gang community. Of- yeah, <laughs> uh, it's because we learned about it. It's uh, part of uh, a course I had to take, and well, I wanted to take it, uh, but yeah, it, it was a thing we had to learn. And I, I loved I loved learning about it, and it was it was interesting. So. I would have to say maybe as an elective only, Mm -hmm. um, only because, uh, I think there are necessities and fundamentals about sexuality that we need to learn before Mm -hmm. kink. Mm -hmm. Um, that's one of the reasons why I would probably agree with thief 
that uh, since we don't know what a lot of the youth in, in college are learning about sex beforehand, if one of the first things that they learn coming in is this is needle play, um, maybe not so much. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe if, if there are, maybe say as an elective that you are only able to take after you've mastered or passed probably a couple of uh, fundamental sex ed classes. It, it definitely wasn't that in depth. Like, no, we did not get into needle play and, and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily like kink based, like, oh, here are the kinks and whatever. But yes, we learned about a lot of other stuff before we got to BDSM. But uh, BDSM was in the, like, it was just like basics, learning about basics about BDSM. Nothing more than basics. Yeah. But I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I think that the the guidelines that we teach to mm-hmm. our our lifestyle, you know, the respect, mm-hmm. the communication, the consent, all of those things, I think yeah. people would have better relationships and wouldn't be maybe getting divorced as often, wouldn't mm-hmm. have abusive relationships perhaps, maybe would be more pleasured in bed because they could actually communicate what they want and what they I need. Agree. Yeah. So in that aspect... As a 20-something, I wish that I had that education. I agree with that. Oh, I, I agree with that as well. Because, like, for example, I think that stuff like poly were taught a little bit more. I wish that, like you said, BDSM were taught a little bit more. Some of the alternative sexual orientations mm-hmm. were taught a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, I would still say that... Um, let that be maybe like a sophomore level. At, at least have a freshman level where you learn yeah. the fundamentals first. Yeah. I understand. Then, I understand what you're saying. I just feel like. But 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 yeah. Maybe we, there needs to be. Yeah. In in the lifestyle, we do have a lot of really really good kick ass egalitarian things yeah. that that a lot of vanilla people could benefit from. Totally. I, yeah. I, I agree. Contracts negotiations. Yeah. But, yes. I love. All of that. But I those think. are things we should be learning whether or not you do BDSM. Well, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, I don't know how to... I don't know how they would do it. Sex education? In sex education, they just... Yeah. yeah. I guess. Like, make it be more than just a one-day event that happens in your... Oh, my God. Like, eighth yes. grade class or something mm-hmm. where they separate the boys and the girls. Mm. And then yep. they tell you all about <laughs> STDs that you're going to catch and Ours how you can die. Ours was definitely, like, a week long, but... Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember Ours how long was it was. Ours was a week. We had, but we had to learn about the menstrual cycle. We learned about Ooh. STDs. Yeah, oh. I learned about... I don't think we learned about Spermy dudes and getting pregnant. <laughs> It was a week because yeah. we had to care for an egg or whatever it yeah. was or a walnut. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, I think I think we started like the menstrual stuff in in elementary school, maybe fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. And then, although some kids, some girls already had their yeah. periods in fifth or sixth grade. We learned about it in fourth. Okay, maybe it was younger. Yeah. It's been a long time for me. <laughs> and then we did something in junior high, and then in June in in high school, I remember they taught us how to put a condom on a banana Ooh, we to show us how to hold the yeah, tip and, and roll so, it so, down so you're lucky on the spectrum um that would probably be um maybe a four or five maybe even a five on this our our school system has this weird seven point scale on what they can choose to teach and not teach mm-hmm. and some schools choose like a one where like mm-hmm. you said it's a one day thing 
they're separated. So that's that's kind of up there with yeah. what's with. I some did of go to suit. a rich school. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I got lucky, so. and I, I, we, we still had home ec back then. So. Oh, we did too. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, home ec was definitely awesome. my uh, high school sex education was health class, not yeah, sex yeah, education. Yeah, oh, so it was here. If you get pregnant, we're going to teach you how to spend money correctly. It, Oh. Organ donations. Not um, how to not get pregnant or not how no, to... No, we learned about some... Mm, mm, no, I... No, not really. Okay. Not not really. Wow. Not birth control. Uh, oh. That's why I don't know yeah, a lot so, about birth control. Some places don't even allow teaching um, birth control. Oh, we did. We got that education too. STDs, though. Yeah. We talked a lot we about We even got STDs. information about Planned Parenthood. Yeah, yeah. Some, 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 some schools... Um, that's even forbidden, even mentioning yeah, the words. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I guess I am really, really lucky then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I think I, I would say that you are like a, a five out of the, the seven point scale because mm. some schools get nada. Yeah. yeah. I know my, my kids, well, they're 21 and 23 right now. And I know I had to sign a paper because I wanted them to learn as much as they could. Yes. Plus what I was teaching them. Um, they, they actually had to carry like a soda bottle they decorated. Huh. As a baby for a week That's and cute. take care of that. Interesting. And yeah. yeah. So they got a little bit of, I don't know if they yeah. did the condom on a banana thing. I didn't ask them. I guess I should we have. We did not. But. We did not learn that. I think they might have showed us. Like they had like a singular banana and a singular condom, but we did not have to do it ourselves. Um, and yeah, no. We I all mean, did it. And it was very funny because the guys were eating the bananas after class. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, we it. know what was on that banana <laughs> back then. That was really gross, but now yeah. it's not. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could go back in time now. Why is that? Show up to class without my soda bottle, and the teacher would be like, "Where's your soda bottle?" And I'd be like, "I don't have it. Adoption's a thing." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, I just I personally don't want children. So learning about you know how to afford to have a baby and all all that stuff, I'm like, not useful. No, not for me. Thank you. Yeah. I think, I think you're, you said you're like 22. I am almost 22. So I I'm 21 right now. Your generation, and I'm not trying to be rude because I, I don't know all the right, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I think your generation, a lot of them don't want children. N- neither one of my kids want children. Yeah. And there were, there's a lot of audience members saying no, they don't want children. There, I think well, there's a lot of people. Plus, I think it has a lot anymore. to do with that age as well. Because when I was, uh, when I was um, twenty-two, uh, the thought of having children was like, ew. Oh, I wanted. And well, then, and then kids. I remember one day, just <laughs> I did. when when the biological clock is a real thing for some people. I remember one day, just being out and looking at a lady with a baby and saying, "Lady, I will hit you over the head for that thing." Oh, yeah, and it, and it was and it hit hard, and it was like, "What is this feeling? Who is this person?" Well, I've never wanted children. Wow. Children are gross. Mm. And it hit very very hard one day, and I, then it was like, "Huh." I, and so, do you have a child? You mentioned a stepdaughter. No, okay, no, no biological okay. children. I I have a lot of medical conditions. Well, I have a medical condition, so you know, from a young age. The medica- I'm on a lot of really harsh medication uh, because of my medical condition, and uh, those medis- medications uh, cause birth defects, um, mm. and I can change the medication, but considering my medication keeps me alive, I don't want to mess with it, and 
personally, I have, yeah, I've also never wanted children. And so I, I, I do understand that some people are like at a certain age, you're like, yes, I want children. But I, and right now, you know, I, I don't want children and my partner doesn't want children. And we have both talked about it and said, you know, if we were ever financially stable and if we, you know, um, continue our relationship, then we could adopt a child if the time oh, yeah. is right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we don't want biological children. He wants a vasectomy, so... Oh. And yeah. Oh yeah. Not not to get into our weird freaking laws, but um, I was never even allowed um, to to, and and not to say that I'm glad that they didn't, but I remember I disliked the idea of having children so much when I was around your age mm -hmm. that I went twice to have my tubes tied. And yeah. They ref they refused to let you. It is. It is. If a you difficult. are if if you are not married, um, or if you do if you are married, you have to have your husband's consent. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of weird laws yeah. that we have uh, for women yes. not being able to make that choice um, for to themselves. make that choice for themselves to not have children. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. It's yeah, it's really sad. It's um, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. not just yeah. weird. Fucked up. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah, my partner he worries about that too, but I'm like, you're gonna be fine, dude. You're gonna be fine. Just you know, I I've heard a lot talked to a lot of guys who say, no, my friend a vasectomy and it was easy he's like no i feel like they're gonna take one look at me and say you're not mentally stable we're not gonna give this to you so that's what he's worried about uh he has body modifications yeah hmm. someone had brought up birth control in discord yeah. it was me oh it was you it, it was, was me. okay yes i have to tell you a funny story Go ahead. um so for some reason i i, I don't remember using birth control ever mm. like Maybe in my 20s, maybe. But then I I was racking my brain. Like, what did I do to not get pregnant? And I know I had a lot of sex. Like, a lot of sex. <laughs> especially after my divorce. Um, but then I remembered, like, when I was driving over here, oh, my God, I had my tubes tied after my second son was born. <laughs> because <laughs> because I, had, um, I had a miscarriage and then a child and then a miscarriage and a child. And they were just like, this, your body is not going to do this anymore. Gotcha. So yeah. let's, um, you know, it's your decision ultimately, but it can kill you if you don't. So they tied my tubes. Uh, and yeah. I couldn't remember that. And it was, it was seriously like, I know I didn't take birth control. I know I didn't use... Mm -hmm anything and then um then i wanted to have a hysterectomy because i just was like constantly you okay. know girl time gotcha. um and every doctor i went to nope you're too young nope you're but my <sighs> tubes are tied my tubes are tied i'm having all this problem you know and so it took me yeah. landing in the oh, hospital so and almost dying oh, for them yeah. to finally do the hysterectomy and that was a year ago I'm a year so ago so sorry wow. that's yeah. terrible so much happier now. i am so like, much happier yeah. it's crazy yeah i feel like a different person like literally you yes. feel like yeah, a different person do i to us yeah you or to me squishing me you're very upbeat <laughs> oh. and energetic like you before you tried but there you could just see the look on your face some days and you just look like don't want to be here i was drained i was my body was draining out of me yeah constantly yeah. never had a break so yeah 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 but I don't. I honestly don't have an answer as far as birth con yeah, birth, birth control. You know, it's funny. I I don't think um, that I even considered it as birth control. But I was so adamant when I was younger about not wanting children mm -hmm. that I had. I um was one of the people who participated in the U.S. trials for the Morena. Oh. 
And wait, uh, what is that? It's an IUD where you put the thing that's shaped like a Y mm-hmm. uh, up your vag, and you only need to have it in for five years. But I was one of those people. I opted to have it in for ten. And how and how did that do? It was awesome. Oh well, well. Could I, you feel it? Did no, it was it was wonderful. I absolutely loved it. My periods were were amazing. I was one of those people who had amazing results with it. Yeah. Um, and it didn't poke. No, I've heard. I've heard stories yeah, that it people pokes ha- people penises. have horror stories about it, yeah, but not, not like, so no. much. No. I have a weird question. What exactly does the IUD do? Yeah, yeah, I have that same question. Because I have no idea. It just looks like a little antenna. Yeah, like paper clips. You're just throwing yeah. paper clips well, up if, there if, and if, hoping if, for the if, best. If you just look at the shape, it it stops the sperm from going up and the eggs from coming down. Oh. It's shaped like this. Yeah. Like it's almost like a like like a like a bull's e. horns. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I've so, never looked at it like that. So yeah. so 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 you stick it up there and, and if it's shaped like like if, if your fingers were were curled over, it yeah. stops the the sperm from going up and the eggs from coming mm-hmm. down. That is so smart. Yes. Yeah. And so Brilliant. And, and so to have that up there for uh, five, six, seven years. You don't have to worry about anything. It keeps your period super light, super predictable, awesome. That's yes, crazy. How does it? How does it do that? <clears throat> oh, there's there's also hormones in, in there. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so it so so some people like like you said have horror stories about it. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people, and they paid me for it. Yeah. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah. Did you just have to report every yep, year? Yeah, they they, they they would call and ask the most invasive ask questions, oh. and I absolutely loved it. Oh yeah, I I did. I love sexuality based questions. That's how I knew that I wanted to be a researcher, mm-hmm. um, because I I just lit up every year when I got because uh, at first it was every three months and then it was every year. Okay. When I when I passed the fifth year and I was like, oh my god, I totally want to do this. I love yeah. you guys. And so are you going to, so did you get a new one put in after that or? No. Um, ironically, I learned that I was never able to have children since I was 11. Uh, oh. Yeah. So so it was a waste of time. But but my but I never knew but that. But it helped your periods. Yes. Yeah, yes. So that's yes, nice. Yes. But, but yeah, because my ex-husband wanted children more than anything. And I was uh, like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Oh no! Oh. Now would that be a good option? Because I know that like some of the, the, not implements. What is that word where they put it under the your implants, skin? The yeah. implants. Yeah. yeah. Can can conflict with like if you're on like antidepressants or certain meds. Yes, so, it 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 uh it it doesn't um conflict with medications as much. Um, it doesn't have as many health um effects like like like. Like Lala said, some women say that they can still feel it. Some women say that you can feel the string. Some women say that it falls out. Um, mm. You know, so so just like with any other birth control, there are going to be some horror stories. But I'm one of those people who's like, you know, I had a great time and, and go get it checked out. You know, if, if you're one of those women where, where you think that it's not a good fit for you, mm-hmm. Go have it um, readjusted. Yeah, so I've never been on any form of birth control before, um, and I'm starting to consider it now. Um, my, Like I had said before, my partner is very um, 
cautious and nervous about sex because the idea of children is so nerve-wracking to him that sex is not enjoyable. Um, like, it's it's mostly on him for, like, for him to take the precautions um, at this point because I... Uh, have been really nervous about being on birth control and I have expressed that I'm really nervous and worried about it um and so he's never forced it on me he's like no it's fine he's like you don't have to do it but then I'm like okay well I want to make him comfortable and I want to make him enjoy sex as much as I enjoy sex and it might be just a better idea if I just try if I just try some form of birth control just to make both of us comfortable um but I don't, yeah, and but I just I'm so nervous. I just don't know, you know. Have uh, you done a lot of research online and read like people's so takes? I that can be I've bad. listened I've listened to a, a few things, um, and I've asked around like of on the Discord. I asked um, about birth control and people's experiences with it because I want to know people's experiences. Um, and like I've heard, like the IUD. Um, can cause some issues i've heard like cysts i've heard people talk about i don't know if you've heard anything about that you'd probably know more than myself uh but because i am prone to bacterial infections and infections of all different sorts because of the medication i'm on um uh it just makes me nervous that it something bad will happen like i will get some sort of infection because if it's if it can happen, it's going to happen with my body. Like, I got a bug bite on my boob, and it, it was red, and, you know, I was worried about it. I was like, okay, but, like, it just looks like a bug bite, and then it got a little bit bigger and got a little bit bigger, and I went to the doctor twice, and the second time, they're like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a bump, but I don't, it's not cancer, and we got it drained, and it was a staph infection, so it's, it's bad it's bound to happen you know gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha yeah so yeah i had one of those on my boob too yeah <laughs> i really did i really did and i it was there so long that i was like what the hell and so i asked my doctor i was like can you tell me what this is and she goes yeah that's you'll it'll you'll just have to have it drained yeah and i was like wait what i was like i don't under, like i thought it mine was, was there like, for like a week it developed over a week oh, it was like so long well, it felt like it was so long but it was, it was uncomfortable, painful, had to get cut open, had to wear a patch on, on it. Yep. I mean, it's a healed loose. now. It, it looks, it there doesn't look like there's much of a scar, but it was just painful. <laughs> yeah. Someone mentioned spermicide. Yes, somebody did. Is that still a thing? I guess. Um, yes. Someone loves it. Um, The foam, I think it's a foam. Yeah. I don't know how that works though. Is that like, I'm, I, you know what, in my head, I imagine like, you know, um, the foamy stuff that you put in your hand cream? for your hair oh. to make it curly. Uh, mousse. Mousse. Yeah, mousse. Yeah. I imagine it's so, in a can and you stick it up your vajayjay. It's kind <laughs> of like, is it, is it like a lube or no? I don't know. I've never know. used it. I feel like there's spermicide lube. I feel like I've heard that. I feel like my partner's talked about that. But we use a condom and we pull out. I think so. Both together, never apart. We would never just we would never just use the pull out method because it does not work. And he would be like, "We just can't have sex." Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have any good. I don't have any good 
birth control. That's when you just crawl things. over the top of him and be like, well, you can't have sex. <laughs> no, but he'd be fine with that, though. That's the thing. Like, I'm the one who's like, I, I need to have sex and I need it. And yes. he's like, there's a time and a place. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but we're in my room alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's definitely, um, I like to say he's asexual, but I don't necessarily know if he is asexual. He's just has a very low sex drive. Um, is he on medication? No, he's no. not on any kind of medication. He should be, but he's not. Uh, <laughs> that's not. That sounds like it's mean, but it's really not. He, no, yeah. yeah. Um, he, yeah, he has, he has, um, like, thyroid problems. Um, but I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it is just him being nervous mm. about getting me pregnant. Um, but, yeah, he's just talked about experience in the past, like, uh, playing a video game. Um, all my friends at a certain age would look at a girl's butt. They'd play as the girl so they could look at her butt in a video game. Still do. Why yeah. would, he's like, why would you do that? Why would you want to look at her butt? I'm like, yeah, 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 like stuff like that. But yeah. Hmm. I mean, our sex is good. So that's, I can't complain. <laughs> hey, yeah. and that's, and that's, that's all that awesome. matters. Yeah. That's very good. We have a kink fetish of the week. Do we? Yeah. Oh. Would you like to share that? Are you? Which one? We have a few items up for, for uh discussion on the, uh, to take place of the kink fetish of the week. Kink slash fetish of the week. Um, we have sexual degradé. Which is me. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I know we talked about degradation a while back, but we actually have somebody on the podcast yes. now that we can ask all the questions about. Ask away. <laughs> First of all, what does it mean for those listeners that don't know? What what is um, a person who's in degradation? Yeah, yeah, um, like being humili- humiliated, um, kind of just being put in situations where you're gonna feel embarrassed. I guess that's like oh. the best way I can explain it. That's a good. That's a good way. Yeah. I get that's it. A now. Very good way to explain it. Yeah. yeah, and you like that. I love it. Does it turn you on? <laughs> oh, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. And does your partner do that for you? Uh, yes. He does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so he knows. Yes, he... Oh, he knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> he knows all my, my kinks. L- little things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is anyone else at this table into, into that? I, not necessarily. Just have mm-hmm. the occasional, like, I'll see things and I'm like, fuck, that was hot. Like... The only thing I can think of right now is her looking up at him and be like spit in my mouth. Ew. I know oh, I know sorry. you're going I know you're just gonna you're be not like, a spittle person. I'm not She's a not bodily, bodily fluid, fluid person at all. But there was just something about it that and that's not something that I would have ever thought was of interest to me. I'd just be like, No, it's degrading, like I'm anti degrading. I you know, I wanna empower and build and hold somebody up, not like tear them down. But at mm-hmm. the same fucking time, it was fucking hot. There's a lot okay. of different things that can be degrading. That's true. Like, just a lot of random things that, you know, somebody might might be their fetish and it, they don't find it degrading, but I find it degrading, so it's hot to me. Or there's, like, a specific fetishes where, oh, like, that's just my fetish, but I'm like, oh, no, that's hot because if you did it like this, it'd be degrading and I would like it. 
Would it be degrading if like you liked Captain Crunch, but instead I bought you like the generic kind in the bag? <laughs> no, I'm no. It's not degrading. Uh, no. Because it's the only one. They're the ones that have the zippers on them, the <laughs> Ziploc. Can you give us an example of of something that's happened to you that that got you all turned on that was degrading or embarrassing or? Um, I well my the most embarrassing one like. I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing for me, but um, a degrading thing I'm into is actually a lot. I know a lot of people have this fetish, but feet. And I don't like, I don't like feet. Like, that's such a weird thing to say. Like, I don't, but I want to be like stepped on or like while I'm being fucked, put your foot on my face and hold me down or things like that. Or, you know, have put your feet in my mouth or in my body etc okay <laughs> yeah okay yeah do you ever want to be the degrader no 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 i'm i'm i mean i've joked about it with my partner i'm like you don't you don't want to be a sub i, I can be i can be a dom for you <laughs> and uh, he's like no no like there's times where if i'm little he'll be little with me but like he's not a little you know um but I think it's just more to just play along with me or, like, to tease me, like, no, I can't I can't take care of you because I'm all so little. Oh, you know? that's cute, though. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about that, about litter, being around littles that, like, brings you, if you're, even if you're not a little, like, yeah, exactly, to some, like, special place that later on you're thinking, like, fuck, I miss that feeling of, like, being around them when they're in the little space and... Mm-hmm. Just the energy and the, just the, I don't know. It's like, it's magical. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, he tells me I need more little friends all the time. <laughs> There's a little community. Do you know that? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. part of it? Uh, I don't know. No, not, they, uh, not like, no. I don't know a lot of people. You should talk to Brad Steele before okay. you leave tonight. All right. Yeah. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I realized, no. No, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, what else was there? <laughs> Blue balled by Lala. That's funny. Um, actually, we were going to get into the whole uh, non-sexual littles. Yes. As well. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, I usually refer to myself as a sexual degrading and non-sexual little. Um, and the reason I say I'm a non-sexual little is because I don't know whether or not me being a little has to do with um, a coping mechanism or a form of therapy for myself, or if it's just a solid kink that I enjoy, you know, um, because be, I've always kind of done the little thing before I knew what being little was. And okay. even when I was young, you know, I'd walk around and talk in like a little voice or like around my family or things like that um i don't know if that makes any sense but it does yeah hmm. i like hanging out with the littles <laughs> i i think i had um when i learned about littles because i didn't learn about it right away because when mm-hmm. we first started this community there weren't any littles oh yeah or that or they just didn't they weren't confident enough to come out mm-hmm. so i didn't know what that was like to be okay. a little right but when I learned about it, I thought that it was going to be a sexual thing, like a, 
you know, a naughty daddy. Daddy likes when I do this. Or daddy likes it when you do this or whatever. You know, I've had a lot of uh, men try to force the, like, daddy-daughter kind of thing onto me. And where that isn't my kink. Yeah, but that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Until I think one of the tastings, one of the bigger tastings where they had like a Little's Corner. Mm -hmm. And it just was like mind-blowing that it wasn't, it was so innocent and so pure and so sweet. And it makes you... It makes you want to just sit there and watch yes, them. Mm-hmm. And I think I did. I think I did Aww. sit cross-legged and just watch them color and play with their dolls. Yes. And it was really cute. Yeah. yeah. It makes me want to like read like stories, like get like a big cuddle puddle and just Aww. read like bedtime stories. Yeah. I love to read to kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Join my discord and read stories for us on video chat. <laughs> we may have to join we your discord. We may have to do that. And... <laughs> yeah. We may have to do that. Actually, I didn't even know you had a Discord, so yes. Yeah, it's, it's Petting Zoo. It's the same as my class. So it's Pets and Littles. I need to get... I have, Since the whole quarantine thing and everything went online, I've completely not kept up with any of the... Not just local, but like... Re, like There's whole classes and courses that they're doing online that are completely free. And I'm like, I should really be involved in that. Or at least participate. And hmm. I just don't. Like, I don't know why i don't is is your channel on um our discord on the gotham press podcast discord i linked it there once but i don't know if it's still i don't think it is link it again link it link it link it yeah i growing up you know i've always well you can't tell today because i'm dressed um in my pajamas kind of (laughs) Uh, but uh, growing up i was always very into fashion um and one of the fashions i well, and also I would dress in like Japanese fashions growing up. Not so much anymore, uh, but a community I was part of um, when I was younger was a part of the Japanese fashion Lolita community. And yeah. through that community, I, I, I did, I kind of left it and I'm kind of loving it again, but I just, I don't know if I can do it to myself, but um I don't know how to say this, but growing up in that community, I felt uh, extremely kink shamed. So I did have to leave. Um, That's why I left the community. That specific community is because the way they talk about kinks and specifically littles, um, it's just so makes me feel so bad about myself and it's so unhealthy Mm. that I I had to pull out and I was like I can either be this kinky person who I know I want to be or I can be somebody who dresses in this way but I don't think I can be both of them because I cannot deal with the the shame that I felt in this community that's too bad yeah it is this community that you mentioned was were they were they lifestyle yes it's a lot it's it's a it's a not a kink community. Oh, okay. It is a okay. fashion community, and it is okay. a lifestyle community. Um, so it's your life, and it is everything is about this fashion. Your okay. world revolves okay. around this so fashion. So not like a BDSM. No, it is not a BDSM. But they knew pop. about Littles. They know about Littles because a lot of uh, Littles will tag photos in the fashion. or oh, okay. Um, and it is a fashion where minors are involved in it, mm-hmm. so they want to keep kink far, far away from them, okay, and they right. don't want to have their fashion okay, that's understandable. Um, 
turned into a kink for for those miners who are in this community and have these people who are kinky coming into their calm and uh, being kinky around miners. Right. That makes sense. That does make sense. And it's like, while I'm I'm kinky, I don't have to be that. I don't have to be that while I go out around other people. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's a part of myself that I don't hide from my friends. Like, oh, yeah, I'm kinky and I love this and this and this. But if I had those friends, I don't think I would have been able to express that side of myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sorry to throw out a community you know nothing about. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are all here to learn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. I wanted to also ask about being a sub and what that means as, as a whole, basically. It seems like we've... I don't know that we've had pure subs on before are you a sub Lola? yes you are i am hmm why I'm, did i think you were a switch i'm not a switch but um greedy's mistress always tries to get me to do stuff so every once in a while i'll eat a cookie and i'll pretend but i don't do a very good job, <laughs> stop. job. stop blinking your eyes at me <laughs> um brad Steele and i did do a scene once um and he enjoyed it, but I, 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 it's not my comfort. It's not, I'm not good at flogging. I can paddle, but who can't, you know, like, right. So no, it's my not. My <laughs> sixth grade principal couldn't paddle over the dam. <laughs> but yeah, I, I consider myself <laughs> submissive, not, not to switch, not dominant. I, pre- I pretend. I mean, hi, Mistress Lala. Hello. Right. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Okay. I just, I wanted to try to find a way to, Talk about the fact that you can be a sub or a dom, but you can also still try things. Like you, you oh, don't. Yeah. You're not stuck in a bubble. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't know how to get to that point. I was hoping we could find a way. I, I think just you just did. have to find your comfort level and find a community that you're comfortable with to try different things. Because I. Yeah, you just got to be comfortable in the skin you're in and be willing to step out and try things. Yeah, I think it's completely fine to try things. I mean, I I don't prefer being a dom. I don't really like being a dom, uh, but I wouldn't mind trying it. You know, there's nothing wrong in trying it, but I don't think... I feel like I'd be too mean, honestly, because I would just do everything that I want and uh, in a dom. So, but I feel like I would just be too mean because what I, I like is just mean. <laughs> Me oh, too. Yeah. 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 I'm definitely um, a, a switch all day, every day. 60 40. Um, 60 little... doms? 60, 60 doms. Oh, okay. Every day? Every day. Yeah, just, just about day, everything every that I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, see, at work, I'm dominant. I'm very dominant at work. So when I get home, I don't want to be dominant. I've seen you. And that's how, and that's how my, my mom is. Yeah. I haven't seen you at your work because mm-hmm. I don't follow you that far down the road. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. But I have seen you in work mode. Yeah, like when with, I do parties. With, yeah, with parties mm-hmm. and stuff. And you have a very, yeah, you're very, um, that's why I was curious. I'm very aggressive and strong will, like, yeah, like, I know what I want. That's why when it's in my head, I know what I want and I know how to tell you how to do it. And if you don't do it right, I'm going to do it over. And be pissed about it. 
I'm not going to be pissed about it, but I tell my team all the time, if I tell you to do something and you go and do it and then I check your work and I don't like it, you're not allowed to have your feelings hurt if I redo it. That makes sense. And then, and usually they're okay with it because I want it my way. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. But then I want to, <laughs> I don't want to be that person at home. I want someone to take care of me and make mm-hmm. the decisions and mm-hmm. tell me what I'm cooking for dinner and, um, you know, what we're going to watch on TV. I don't want to make those decisions. It's relaxing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If that ev- answer ever comes back to you as like the jalapeno chicken enchilada thing, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> the sriracha chili. Yeah. So good. <laughs> good. I'm glad you liked them. I had a really good time. Did you? Yeah. Good. We were happy to have you here. Yeah, this was a good you show. You should be here more. So, you should. You uh, have so yeah. much information. Oh, You're I appreciate all it. up here. You have so much. And it's uh, so like... I yeah, sucked in, right? Yeah, like I'm so it's sucked in. what I said, and I, I, I love it. I could talk about sex, and I like that. Um, I, I, I love switching back between the academic to the kink. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. the kink to the academic. Uh, that's what I love the most. It's awesome. Yeah, going back was like you know. Now I can tell you what this technical thing is, but it'd be better just to show you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's turned on now. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, anybody else has to go get their kids? Yeah. No, I don't have to go get kids. But we. <laughs> she had a class at 7. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. It's 8.30. It's all right. Okay. Yeah, we need to end this. I don't okay. mind. I don't mind being late. So or end, not going. End it's okay. <laughs> so, Lala. Yes. This has been a very educational episode it has very educational i hope you guys do we answer your birth control questions at all or give you a direction it's okay i'm going to a gynecologist at the end of the month so they'll answer all my questions for me make sure you write them down okay okay (laughs) they got pamphlets i can't read (laughs) (laughs) i think they have pictures thief yep do you have any final thoughts Hmm. Final thoughts. Nope. Wow. We <laughs> Nothing that you. I can think of. Okay. I I just I was trying to think of some orgasmic final thoughts, but I can't. We'll come back to you. Okay. Sugar, do you have any final thoughts? No, I'm just very happy to be back on the podcast. It was really fun. Thank you for having Yay. me. <laughs> thank you for being here. Yes, yeah, we you. really appreciate you being here and missing your class. Sorry. Yes, it's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tess, do you have any final thoughts? I just want to say thank you. This has been so phenomenal. Um, any day that I get to talk about the skin gland... Uh, and, and hopefully get to put it in practice later is is a good day awesome lala do you have any final thoughts mm, be yourself be kinky try new things um root around in your vajayjay and find that uh, button <laughs> yes. because i may have to do that when i get home tonight um just to see if do it. if i can find it yeah you should Wait till you get home, not on the way home. Damn it. (laughs) All right. Thief, I'm going to circle back to you. Yeah? Any final thoughts now? I do, actually, but I'm going to hand it off to Awesome for a moment here. Okay. Awesome, can you you come over here real quick? 
Sharon and Mike. How did you people get in my house? I know the code. I also know the code. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people know how to get in this place. Only the right amount of people. How, how can I help you, Thief? I was just wondering what we usually do when we're not in, but we're... And we are out. Bye! Bye! Bye.